Good morning, Blessed and Free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a word of prayer. Almighty Father God, we come to you today, whatever time zone we may be listening from, Father God, and I ask you that you continue to give us revelation, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we're able to live our best life, that we're able to pray our part in the ministry and to do what, what's called to be done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the word is, are you doing your part? Are you playing your part? And I'm going to read First First Corinthians verse it's chapter twelve, and I'm going to read verse twelve. There's there's a lot more, but I'm going to read verse twelve, and then we'll take it from from there. You can read the old you can read the old chapter twelve as as well. It says, "For just as a body is one, and yet as many parts, and all the parts through many form only one body, so it is with Christ." Because the Bible tells us, because Paul tells us that each each one of us has gifts. God give each and every one of us gifts. There's 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 a gift of hospitality. There's encouragement. There's teaching. There's teaching. There's part. There's been a pastor. There's a, there's a lot of gifts that he gives us, and it also says somewhere if if the um about the foot, it says about the eye. Is is saying that if one part decides that they're not important and they don't play their part, then it does affect the other parts. And this morning I was listening to, um, well, it's, she's a lady that comes on on YouTube. I think it's about spiritual fitness. Is it Tony Brown or something like that? And she was talking about the gifts, the gifts that God gives each and every one of us. And, you know, sometimes you take things for granted. But when she, when she was going into it, as she was speaking and saying, are you doing your part? Are you doing your part? And she was going into it to say that when, when you don't do your part, when we don't do our part, whatever God has said that it's our part, because sometimes we don't know. <laughs> sometimes when we first become Christians and we say, what's our purpose? What's our purpose? It really means what's our part? What's our part in the church? What's our part in the kingdom? Because when we say what's our purpose, that's what we really mean. What is the part that we're going to have to play? What is going to be our role? What has God saved us for? Because he's called us for a purpose. And sometimes you realize that some people are multitasking because they're trying to fill the gap of the other people that have got that position, that have got that gift. But for whatever reason, they're not using it. Because as, as it said, that if, she say, if you're a teacher, if you're supposed to be studying reading the word to be able to teach to someone if if you're if you're an encourager you're you're supposed to be reading the word as well that you can be encouraged yourself and then you can pass on that encouragement to someone else you when you go through certain situation instead of seeing it as negative you see it as a positive because you can encourage somebody else that goes through that as well because you have been through it 
And there's a part that each and every one of us needs to, to play. And a lot of the times we complain that, oh, the church isn't doing this, this isn't doing that, that isn't doing that. But we forget that we are, we are the ones that make up the church. Paul is it now Peter tells us that we're the living stones that build up the church. So it's no good that we're thinking. So it's no, it's, we can't use the excuse so that you say, oh, the pastor isn't preaching the word as he should be preaching it to us. We're supposed to be taking up our Bibles and learning as well. Because the Bible says that whenever we come together, we are supposed to bring something with us. We're not supposed to go, we're not supposed to all come together um, cold and then waiting for one person to warm us up. We're, we're supposed to bring our own eat to the situation and then the fire will spark because we're walking in the purpose that God has ordained for us. And it, it, made, it made me look at myself too. To say that, am I, am I walking in, in the gift that God has given me? Am I sharpening it and bringing it and making a difference to the life of other people? Because that's what God has called us for. He gave us all gifts and it's all the Holy Spirit. It's all from the Holy Spirit. That means that all the gifts are important. If it's hospitality, there's some people that that'll, that will invite Tons of people to their house. They'll feed them. They'll look after them. And there's, there's no problem. Because, because that's their gift. And they enjoy it. And then there's other people that don't really want to be invited. Don't really want a lot of people in their house. But they'll, they'll, they'll encourage. And it also says if, you, if your gift is given, they, they'll, they'll give they they'll give they'll give their time they'll give their finances to a worthy to a worthy cause something that they something that God has put in them to say this is where this is the place that you're supposed to be this is what you're supposed to do and they take it and when they go where they go they make a difference because i realize that people if you're using and being who God has created you to be people see your light they do they do they do see your light and it it makes them they show you respect and you can speak god's word into their life as well because when they see your light and they see that you don't compromise there's certain things that they, they won't do around you there's certain way that they won't speak around you because they can see your light because you're walking in the destiny and the purpose that God has created you to do and to be. And sometimes when sometimes there are people that 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 gifts is given and sometimes they'll <laughs> they're probably with someone that doesn't have that gift. And sometimes they try to discourage them. Oh, you don't have to be doing all that. Why are you giving away this? Why are you giving away that? But that's that's their gift. And it's no problem to them. Because that's what the gift that God has given them. And they, they want to walk in their gift. And I think we, we have to, now that we're in, we're in 2023. And we have to look. We have to, if we are Christians, we have to look at the part that we have to play. In, in bringing the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And it means that 
it means that because last because last year when the new Jewish New Year was coming, it was fifty-seven eighty-three, and it was speaking some of the things that were going to come into this year, and it was about it. It was about that they probably people are going to be around talking about lack, but you're going to have abundance in it. The Holy Spirit is going to be working, but we can't be babies anymore. <laughs> we can't be babies anymore. Moaning about this morning. You know, like our babies, they come, they, you know, like how you have babies and <laughs> they they always want this. They, they, they want to have this. They want to have that. Even if you know that that's not for you, that's not for them. They're not ready for that yet because there'll be one and the, <laughs> the toy will say, it's for three plus and they'll want it. They won't know how to use it, but they'll want it because their eyes see it. And we, we have to be careful that we're not like that. Just wanting it because we think that we like it. But we have to know we have to operate in what God has given us to operate in. And we're not to be crying and asking God for this. Oh God, I want this. I want that. We, we, have, to, we have to mature. We have to mature. And even in our faith, where the Bible tells us, when Paul said, when he went, I can't remember where he went, but he says, instead of talking to you as mature people, spiritual people, I have to be talking to you as babies. I have to be giving you milk instead of solid food. And as Christians, we have to wake up. We have to wake up and know that we're no longer, we're no longer on milk. I have to. <laughs> I have two grandchildren and they're, they're like one, they're one. And um, <laughs> they, they're, they're, even if they're having certain milk, they're not depending on it like they did before. <laughs> they're eating their solid food because nature dictates that when you get to us that age and their teeth's coming out, they've got to be eat, they've got to be eating something different. Because they had to be start eating something different to encourage the teeth to break out from the gum. And we as Christians after the after no, we can't go on like we 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 got we can't go on like we've gone on before. We've sometimes we we've, we've been Christians twenty years, over twenty years, thirty years, and then sometimes some of the questions that, that we ask, if we were reading our Bible and communicating with God, we would we would be able to and we would be able to 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 tell somebody that instead of we're still asking for that. Because I think that we we don't really we don't really know how important it is to operate in our gifts and to grow everything else around us is growing and we think that i, I planted some bulbs out i planted some bulbs out in december cuz my we me and my son went to we went to the garden center and i seen they had some that they were um reducing and when we got home with it they, my son said to me i oh, want you have to plant them i said <laughs> I said to him, oh, we don't have to plant them till till next year. And one one morning after I, I went out and I came back, the Holy Spirit said to me, <laughs> those bulbs, you need to get, you need to plant those bulbs that you bought. You need to plant those flowers. It's time to plant them. And it, it had started, it was going to rain or it started to rain or whatever. But I just bought my folding chair out. And I started to plant because when I opened the pack, they were already sprouting because when I looked, <laughs> when I 
when I looked on the seat, on the pack, because I didn't read the instruction. And that's it. Some of us as Christians aren't reading the instructions in the Bible to know where, how we're supposed to be walking, what we're supposed to be doing now. Because the instructions said <laughs> they should supposed to be planted in December. And if the Holy, if if I had been obedient to the Holy Spirit and put the boxes out, by the time I'd opened them, they would have just been they'd have just sprouted and <laughs> they were, because they they started to sprout already. They knew it was December that they are supposed to be in the soil. So I planted them in the soil. And now they're all they're all they've all sprouted up. Now, if 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 the Holy Spirit hadn't, hadn't told me and I hadn't followed the Holy Spirit, I would be looking to plant them now and they should have been in, would have been supposed to be into the ground from December. We have to read the instructions and know what we're doing because there's a time and there's a season for everything. And this is a season that we have to grow. We can't just we can't just say we're Christians and we go to church every Saturday or go to church every Sunday and we think that oh that's that's all right. We're supposed to be affecting we're supposed to be affecting be effective in our communities. We are, we are supposed to make a difference. We are supposed to know where God is sending us. And if God is sending us there, we make prepare, preparation to get there because there's our, we are, our gifts are needed there regardless of us saying, oh, I'd rather. <laughs> because, because I was saying to my son, I was talking to my son before and I was saying that, look, as some people go to the, these parts of the country, they go to these countries and they go through that. And it's as if to say, when we become Christian, it's as if to say, we, we kind of had a fear to say, oh, God is going to send me to this uttermost part of the earth and I'm going to have to be doing this and doing that. And, and when my, my, son, and my son said to him, the reason why those people are there is because God knows in their heart that's where they want to be. God's not going to force anybody into anything. He knows, each, he knows what he's created each and every one of us for. All he wants us to do is to, just to walk in it. Because I know that I was going, I was, I was going to, um, I was going back to the supermarket the other day because I'd, I'd left. I don't know how I left that the key, that the, my key, my key dropped in the supermarket. I don't know, I, I don't know how that could have happened because I was holding my bag up, but it did. And I was going, I was going back to get to get it because I said that it, they added to somebody had handed it in. And there was these, there was these, all these young school girls. And I said to them, I said to them, aren't you supposed to be home? Aren't you supposed to be home now? Because you can see some of them, because it was long past, it was long past school time was finished and that they should be home. And, you know, one of them started to do this dance and dance. And I said, none of that. And I, I started to talk to I talked to them. I said, "Go home and be be safe and everything else." I said, "I want the best for you. I want you to get the. I want you to have the right education that you can have the right jobs and all that." I didn't say about getting married then because sometimes the getting married isn't on their minds. But you know, just for just to build them up. And they said, "All right." Then then they started to to they started to laugh. And I said to them, "I'm I'm the Jesus police to make sure that you you behave." And they 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 were laughing. And it seems as if to say. They were glad that somebody wanted something good for them. We're called to make a difference. 
And even sometimes we might think that, ah, uh, the, the, uh, leave them because, you know, everybody's saying that they don't, they don't talk to kids anymore. You can't talk to kids anymore because before, years ago, all my, all my children are in their 40s now. And years ago, we used to see children, black, white, Indian, whatever, they, whatever complexion they were. And if they were doing something that wasn't right, we would tell them. But people get scared to talk to children now. But children still need guidance. They still need somebody to tell them something. And if you're bringing it from a perspective of Jesus, and that's what God has called you to, to encourage, to make a difference, they can feel it. They can feel it. And it does matter. Everything that God has put in each and every one of us matters. Because when, when we don't walk in the purpose and at the part of the body that we are, we put pressure on the other part of the body. Because even when you look in the natural, when you, when you realize that if, some, if, if a part of your body starts to ache and then you've, and then you've got to keep off it, but you put it you, and you put the pressure on the other part, you know, to take to take that load that this part can't take anymore because it's in pain. In the end, the other parts will start hurt as well because the other because the other leg, if you're putting all the pressure on one leg, it, it's going to start hurting as well because you because both legs are supposed to be working. Both legs are supposed to be playing their part, not one taking all the pressure. And the church has become like that. That there's some people that will study their Bible. There's some people that will read their Bible. There's some people that will listen to messages to encourage them and that they can learn to encourage someone. And there's some people that just prepared. They've got a Saturday at or a Sunday at that they put on. And they just put it down when they come. And then that's it. And they put it on again. And then nothing is learned in between. Nothing is experienced. No revelation has come or nothing. And they're waiting on the pastor to say, they just want what the pastor has to say. They've got nothing to add to it. They've got nothing that they can say. It's a confirmation of what God was saying or nothing. Because they just think that being a Christian is just going to church, coming home, and then you're finished. And then that's how people see it. Because that's how, if you're going to forget that you're a Christian every day of the week, that means that you're going to start to behave contrary to how a Christian is supposed to be. And people see it. And that's why when people say that each time, each time when I've heard, each time I've been hearing, when I, sometimes when I watch, when I listen, when I listen to certain things, I've been hearing about the condition of the church, and you, I'm hearing it from people that never used to talk about those things. But it's obviously things have gone down so bad because a lot of the times, a lot of the time, this everybody's just thinking about prosperity. Getting this, getting that. Oh, we need to get this. We need to get this car. We need to buy this. We need to have this private jet. We need to have this. And when, 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 when the disciples, when the disciples was on earth, the, the Bible said they turned it upside down. It, it took them longer to get where they had to go. But the once they got to where they were going, they lived out the word. Yeah, we'll say that oh, if the world can have private jet, we can have private jet. There's nothing wrong. But sometimes if you're going to put pressure on people to make sure that you get money to buy that private jet and they can't even pay their rent or buy their food, that does, that's not right. 
that's that's not right. We can't oper- we can't be in the church operating like we're in the world. Like if the world has this, it's all right if we have it. Then you have the is it the the then you have your, the first lady. This is the first lady. This is the first lady, and all that. We're trying to we're, the, the the church is not to copy the world. The world is supposed to be copying the church, and we've got it mixed up. We've got it mixed up. When Jesus came and had his disciples, they were humble. They were walking here. They were walking there. They left Jesus at the well to go and get food. He was tired. (coughs) We need to know who we are in Christ and walk it out. (coughs) Sorry. People are waiting for the manifestation of who we are in Christ. And there's no part that's too small. There's no part that's small. Because if any part of your body stops working, it affects the old body. We have to come together and we have to play our part. We have to play the role, do our role, what God has given us. <coughs> Sorry. We have to operate in our gift. Almighty Father, God, we thank you that this morning you sent your messenger to give a word that affected me also because a lot of the times it's not pointing at other people. It's about what you have to do too. So Father God, thank you for opening our eyes and revelation. Thank you for giving us wisdom, knowledge and understanding to know that it's time for the, to, for the church to be the living stones. That means that we operate in our stones all the time to build, to build, to make a difference. Because we know that what we do affects those that are in the vineyard waiting to be gathered, Father God. Because if we don't walk in our purpose, we'll never accomplish what needs to be accomplished in our lives and in the life of other people. So Father God, we pray that you give us a wisdom continually to let us walk in other gifts that you have given us that we are able to do what calls, what's called to be done. Ephesians 2.10 said that you have, some, you have good works for us to do. And in doing those good works, we will also be blessed when we see how others are blessed. Father God, may you continue to watch over each and every one of us, our families, our communities, our countries. May you make us make a difference to the life of to the young people. Speak to them, the young men. Speak to them. Let them know that somebody loves them. Because love is a key that opens every door. May you continue to watch over us and our families and our loved ones. And equip us to go wherever you said we should go. To do whatever we are called to do. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. And if you don't know the Lord for yourself. It's a simple prayer to say Father God. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Who died on the cross that I should have life. And have it more abundantly. abundantly. And he paid for my sins. And he came back to life. Father God I pray that you give me this new life. And forgive me all the past sins that I did, Father God. Help me to walk in purpose and destiny. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. And if you've said that prayer, God will help you to find a Bible believing church. And you have moved out of darkness into his perfect light. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I. And thank you so much for listening to Blessed and Free 63, where Yeshua is Lord. Have a blessed day.